Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the California Angels and the City of Los Angeles, on the occasion of Her Majesty's royal visit, please welcome internationally renowned opera star Enrico Palazzo. Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo! Give me two. doing that come on it's the plots podcast that's what you're here for energy excitement fun have a laugh enjoy yourself nothing's dead nothing's ever over chances i don't know what's sadder the drew news or the deary news well i'll tell you what it's the end of an era here well jesus (laughs) i'm the devil look at me it's over yes deary is stepping aside he's not dead we're friends first me and deary we'd started doing this show in january of 2020 Yes, that was many moons ago, and we were friends first. I mean, we share the same birthday, August 22nd, 1980, which was always cool, but we've been buddies for a long time. We've been roommates. We've been angry at each other. We've loved each other. We've been there for each other, ups, downs, lefts, rights, strikes, gutters, etc. and this will just be another example. We never did a show together. We did it. It was a great ride. I'm going to miss Deary, but I know he's alive. I can just go over to his house. <laughs> he's right down there in Ann Arbor. He's... He's not dead. That's putting it mildly. So, in the context of the show, he will no longer be here. But he could pop in from time to time, too. We left it open. I'm like, hey, dude, come on, whatever you want. Come on by. Hang out. You know, we've done this show for a long, long time. And I'm proud of the work we've done here. I really am. I think we've done it our own way. We've had a great time doing so. Deary was the compliment of discipline and structure and order and a foundation that was consistent while I was the total bozo here, right? Why shaking me off? I never shook Deary off. I don't believe I ever shook Deary off. But I do want to play the intro here. This is the very first show we ever did because we didn't start live streaming until about episode 54. But this is the show from January 17th, 2020, episode one. Let's see what it sounds like. Maybe. Imagine if your favorite casino game came with an undo button. I don't button. want a commercial. That's exactly weekly promotion. First day. 21 plus and present in mission problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We GAMBLER. didn't have advertising back then. I remember that. And own technology. With an oh my God. The commercials. We got a lot of commercials here. Intensive care ward at Our Lady of the Worthless Miracle. Wait a minute. Is this the prospects? Hey, fuck you, asshole. I played. This is stupid. I played episode one. Look at that. It says right there, episode one, January 17, 2020. I clicked on play, and it's playing the Prospects Power Half Hour for some reason. Isn't that weird? I don't know why it's doing that. Oh, this show's not going the way I wanted it to. You try it. Oh, here we go. Now it works. Over 5.5 billion people commercial. have been vaccinated. Okay, whatever. This is not going my way. I didn't know we had so many commercials to start our show anymore. You guys should have told me. Learn more at Chevy.com. Chevy.com. Thank you. Chevrolet. Criminal film, The Naked Gun from the Files of Police Squad. This little disclaimer before the show starts is to let you know that we are no longer the sharp idiots. We are, hey, it's Enrico Palazzo, the podcast. Two L's, two Z's. So when you listen to this show, just know that any reference to contacting us through the sharp idiots social media, or the email is no longer relevant. I should clarify. We were originally the Sharp Idiots. Before we started the Palazzo Podcast in January of 2020, we were the Sharp Idiots, which was a college football show that turned into, we were talking about betting as well, the Sharp Idiots. And we ditched that for this stupid name, the name I love now. But if you remember, anybody who's been here since day one, since January of 2020, we were originally the, hey, it's a Rico Palazzo Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Now we're just Palazzo Podcast. It sounds smoother. It's alliteration. I like it. I don't 
have any issues with the change at all. I'm for it. So you can now contact us at Palazzo Podcast on Twitter, Instagram. Send us a photo of your favorite baseball card when you were a kid or of your keeper list and who you're deciding to keep or not keep. It's that simple. We're talking baseball now. Mm -hmm. College football era is over. We love baseball. Me and Deary are huge fans of it. So we're just going to talk baseball and fantasy baseball because that's where our heart lies. That's our bread and butter. Yeah. So we hope you'll come along for the ride. And you can contact us at Palazzo Podcast on all of the social media along with the Proton Mail. That's Palazzo Podcast at ProtonMail.com. Cool. So hit us up. We'd really love to hear from you. And we would. I hope you enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. All references to the sharp idiots in this podcast are no longer relevant. Aw. Wow. Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. Yeah. See, we always started the show that way. Oh, I got to cut that. That's a real song, and YouTube might cancel us. I can't believe that's what I did. That was a Sunny Day Real Estate song. That's how we started the first show with a Sunny Day Real Estate song? Wild. Timothy says, Deary, Timothy Michael, a longtime Palazzo work. Good to see you, Tim. Deary, may you rest in Bozo. <laughs> well said. Well said. What's up, Ted? Uncle Ted's here. Chad wants to get into the Rasmussen talk right away, saying everybody's rushing out to get James Paxton. I'm not sure that's the case. Someone will make that mistake, I'm sure. Ah, oh, man. And Chad said, it's sad news about Deary. And Jamie says, Random quickie, here comes. <laughs> yeah, that was, was that a tribute to earlier? Because we were talking about quickies. We used to do a quickie on the show, me and Deary. It was called the MLB Quickie. It was a 10-minute show because we wanted to get on the cutting edge of the quick podcast. Like, hey, here's a 10-minute podcast for you. For those of you who are so busy, you can't spend more than 10 minutes listening to anything. But if a show is good, you will listen to it no matter how long it is. I think we've learned that. You look at the best in the biz who ever done it. Some shows are three hours. The Joe Rogan's three hours. Howard Stern show was four or five hours. The kings of this who did it in terms of most success and biggest audience didn't matter how long it was. So that's a moot point. That's something I learned. It's like, I don't give a shit how long it is. As long as it's entertaining, useful, and people enjoy it. As long as they enjoy it, nothing else matters, right? So there you go. That's how I feel about it. Deary's going to be doing his thing, whatever that is, and I'll go see him in my own time. And he, like I said, he might pop back in on the show on occasion. He said, you know, maybe in the offseason. He just doesn't have the time right now, and this happens, you know? So I love him. He's always going to be my friend. We're still buddies, and life will go on here at the Palazzo Podcast. Can I talk to you for a second? Sure. Okay, well. Time's up. You said a second. I want to ask you something. So you want to talk for more than a second? Yeah, I'm already dragging this out. I get that. Scott Slotnick's here. What's up, Scott? It looks like a brand new name. Scott, are you new to the show? Because I do not recognize your name, and I'm pretty good at recognizing everybody who's in my live chat. Welcome to the show, Scott. It's a new era. It's a new day. Scott says, I chose trading for Springs over Rasmussen. I was so annoyed that I chose Springs after his injury, and now, well, um, what a season. <laughs> yeah. Got to tell you what. Everybody seems to be on alert. I mean, the pitcher injuries are chaotic, intense, and they are everywhere. We're in panic mode here. It doesn't matter who you are. Scott says, yes, sir, newbie here. So glad to have you here, Scott. Make sure you subscribe to the show, like the video today, and ask as many questions as you want. And the Discord, totally free. Get in there. If you're watching the show or listening to the show and you never use the Discord, you're making a huge mistake because the Discord is totally free. I put it in every video description, and you will easily get access you can ask benjamin questions benjamin chase our resident prospect guru or christian crespo our other resident prospect guru who he was uh you know christian had heard some rumblings about yuri prez getting called up so there's slight advantages you know it wasn't a guarantee that it would happen but if we hear a rumble you could at least go pick up a guy on a rumor and if it doesn't quite work out you can be like oh well well not a big deal i tried but more often than not, these things actually come to fruition. You know, Casey Schmidt got called up this week, and he's been on fire. And we'll talk about that. But my friend Deary, he's a good man. Always going to think about Deary when this show happens. But 
I think that's all I can say. He's alive. He's good. We had a great time together. I was the bozo. He was rock solid. And I really liked to, he really focused in on some quality analysis. If you go back and listen to the shows, pitching was really a specialty for him. And I thought he was able to do that quite well. He was a pitcher in high school. You know, he, he still pitched and played after high school in leagues, not softball leagues, baseball leagues. And he loved pitching. So I think that was always his passion. Scott says, I'm curious if this inflates Elvin's stock now, too. <gasps> Ooh. Oh. Bye. Okay. And Scott says, yep, I'm Irwin M. Fletcher there. Oh, you are. Okay. Nice to have you in there. I love these newcomers. That's what it's all about. You know, every person who's in this live chat, once upon a time, they were a newcomer. I didn't know who Chad was. I didn't know who Uncle Ted was. Now, you just become a part of the crew. It's so fun. It really is. It's connection that makes this show great. And when even someone like Deary steps away, I know the show is in good hands because I'm here. I'll be all right. And all of you are here. And we, we make this show what it is together. All of us. Chad's upset because Nico Horner went to the IL. Yeah, that was, I mean, that was going to happen, Chad. I'm sorry. It's a harsh reality. Joe says, you still don't know who I am. What? <laughs> I know who you are. You've been on the show before, Joe. What are you talking about? Right? Yeah, I know. Don't. Joe's messing with me. That's funny, Joe. Very funny. I appreciate that. Uh, okay, well, let's get into what we... As far as what's going to happen next for the show, I'm going to add a partner. I am. Because... Yes, it's possible that I could do the show alone, but it's always better to have someone to talk with or argue with. It just makes the show better to have two people giving different opinions. Even if we, me and Deary agreed a lot, there's things that we disagreed upon, and I don't want to lose that aspect of it. But the question is, who will be the new partner? Who will be my new co-host? I have no idea who that will be next. I got to tell you, it's going to be... A patient search. I'm going to take my time. That's putting it mildly. That is putting it mildly. Because whoever comes on this show as a permanent host, like me and Ben, we do the prospect show. And that's going to stay how that is. I love doing the prospect show with Ben. That's perfect. That's in his wheelhouse. And then for this show still, the main show, or just the original show, if you will, I'll figure out what I'm going to do. I'm not going to make any assumptions. I'm not going to make any promises to anybody. Like, hey, yeah, you're the guy now, or you'll be the person. I have no idea where how this will go, and that's part of the fun. I'm actually kind of excited about it. Wow, dude. Yeah, yeah, I guess I'm an ass. I'm a total, total scumbag, because even though Deary's stepping aside, I always look at the excitement of life. I'm like, hey, there's a new opportunity ahead, right? Isn't that fun? That's one of the things about life that keeps me going. I love that. So we'll see where this goes next, and I'll keep you guys updated. And if anybody has any recommendations, which I'm sure some of you do, about who the next co-host of the Palazzo podcast should be. Yeah, let me know. You know, I'm going to be doing some scouting. I'm going to be looking around. Go ahead. Snoop around. What do you say? Okay, great. So that's the story there. No more Deary talk. I'll leave that where it is because I don't want to exhaust that. I just wanted to want to talk about it. I did make that really nice video, the tribute video. So if you haven't seen that, that was posted on Twitter a little while ago. I put it together quick as I could because I wanted to get it out. I could probably do a better job if I took more time, but hey, what can I tell you? I got issues. I'm not perfect. Uncle Ted Talk says, we need to get you a So Rare sponsor. Ted, are you hardcore into So Rare? Because over at FTN, that's one of our big sponsors at FTN right now, which is a place that I work, if, in case you didn't know that. So let's get into business time and talk about it. Okay, so today's business time. Yes, Deary is gone, so we covered that business. Also at FTN, So Rare is one of our sponsors. I did a new video series this week at FTN Network YouTube channel. I'd like you to check it out. I'll basically be doing a weekly video series every Wednesday evening around 6 o'clock. And we'll be talking about, you know, what's going on in fantasy baseball for that week. Waiver wire pickups, uh, injury replacements it'll be a interactive show because we have a live chat for that so i really want people to come by and ask questions we didn't get a single question for the first video but that's okay 
It was the first video. It happens. But check out the FTN YouTube network channel. Please subscribe to the FTN YouTube. Check out my video series. Also, Grooving with Govier every Tuesday now. Big note. Used to come out on Wednesdays. Now we're coming out on Tuesdays. I traded days with Eric Cross. So please be aware of that. Tuesdays, Grooving with Govier. This past week's article, I covered some fun stuff. I think that are of use to you. I talked about prospects that might make a debut sooner than later because they're playing really well at AAA. Really just AAA prospects. Obviously, Yuri Perez came up from AA, but from AAA, AAA, AAA rated prospects from AAA. They're not actually AAA rated, I don't think. They just play at AAA, so disregard that. Check it out, FTMFantasy.com. Uh, boy, is that it? Anything else? Uh, please subscribe to the Twitch channel if you haven't done that. You know, Chad's been over there doing some shows on occasion. We'd love to get more action over there. Chad, you're probably due to do a show over there, I would say, as well. Chad. So, check out the Twitch. Subscribe to it. It's something I've neglected a lot, and that's totally my fault. I admit that freely. Uh, Joe says, can we get Luke to co-host? We'd love to hear all the MLB system is rigged for the... <laughs> Wait a minute. So... Rigged for the rich, the debate about big farmers control the MLB clubhouses and how Biden and Trump are bad for baseball. <laughs> so wait a minute. So this is, I was certain that this was Joe Lowry because he had a similar Twitter handle, Jay Hook, right? This is not Joe Lowry. This is someone who knows Luke. Unless Joe, have you started listening to Is It Safe? Because that's awesome. I am really happy to hear that. That's a show I do. I'll mention that in the business time. I really never mentioned the show. And I should. Every week I do a show. Oh, it is. Yeah, it is, Joe. Okay. Joe, I'm glad you're checking out the show over there. That makes me happy. We're getting some cross-pollination with Is It Safe? The show I do once a week with Luke, my friend, and my new co-host, Steve, who, by the way, Steve is a master of fantasy baseball. He's really quite an expert. But with Is It Safe, we talk about... I don't know, Joe. How, what do we talk about? How would you describe Is It Safe? Joe says, yes, I listen to Is It Safe. This is a podcast. We just did our 100th episode of Is It Safe last week. So go check that out. And We have a new co-host with Steve, me, and Luke. I describe it as a show where we can talk about anything. We talk about music. We talk about politics. Uh, we talk... <laughs> Actually, you know what Joe said here is pretty good. Saying that if we got Luke to co-host over here on Palazzo, love to hear about how <laughs> everything's rigged for the rich. Big Pharma's control of the MLB clubhouses and how Biden and Trump are bad for baseball. That's actually a pretty good breakdown of how Luke would talk about the show. Yeah. Is it safe? With a question mark. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple Podcasts. We don't do any video for Is It Safe. It's just audio. So if you haven't found that, give it a shot. I think it's really a great show because we get to talk about anything. We can go in any directions. And I am like way more over the top with my drops on that show. So if you enjoy drops, you'll probably enjoy Is It Safe? Chad says, okay, we need to talk about baseball real quick. All right, I'm finishing up here. Uh, Business time. Other people you should support. Check out Jamie's Out of Rhythm Sports. Please follow him on Twitter. Check out his Discord. Jamie's working hard. Out of Rhythm Sports. We got fantasy football season picking up here. The NFL draft is done. The NFL schedule is out, so go check out Out of Rhythm Sports. Jamie's a good guy, and he's working and grinding and trying to make things go with Out of Rhythm Sports, and I support that wholeheartedly. Plus, the Lions are playing an opening night. The Lions are playing an opening night. Can you believe that? I cannot believe the Lions are playing on the opening game of the NFL season. That's unheard of. That's never happened. I'm 42 years old. That's never happened. My mind is blown. Okay. No more football for now. But, oh, the Patreon. Okay. Patreon starts at $3. $3, guys. And there's bonus episodes that you've missed. If you've not been a part of the Patreon, you've missed out on the bonus episodes I've done. And I really like doing those episodes. Because it's just me talking about things we need to be aware of across all fantasy baseball. And I throw a bunch of random audio clips in it as well. It's audio only, no video. And I really like doing those. So if you like the show, for three bucks a month right now, you can get access to these shows, these bonus episodes. I try to do at least two a week, and I need to do more because this week was busy. Every week's busy. Everyone's busy, Govier. Shut your mouth. So there you go. That's the business time section of the show. I'll leave it there. Thank you very much. <sighs> okay, let's get into the first ever leading off without Christopher Deary. I can't believe I'm saying it. Thank <laughs> you.
okay, well, it's obvious. Uh, the catch of the day here, it's not a secret. I think it's pretty clear that Drew Rasmussen will be the focus of our catch of the day. Good. Our first catch of the day. Drew Rasmussen is off to the IL. Bye-bye. So long. We'll see you later. Thanks for stopping by. Bye, Felicia. Yeah, it's over. It was a good run. It was a good ride. But Drew Rasmussen is on the 68 AIL. That's bad news. That doesn't mean that he'll be returning anytime soon, right? <laughs> I don't think so, no. And I have zero shares of Drew this year, but I wanted some shares of Drew Rasmussen. I was a fan. I wanted to be involved, you know? I had a couple practice runs of drafts where I just missed out, and I was like, okay, now I think I know where I can get Drew Rasmussen after these practice runs. But once the real thing happened, I still missed out on Rasmussen. We're talking about practice. Yeah, I know we're talking about practice. But for you that have lost Drew Rasmussen, you're immediately thinking, which Tampa Bay Ray will replace him in the rotation? A lot of people say, well, Taj Bradley can come back up now. And then there's Luis Patino, the classic Patino. Uh, what are you guys saying here in the chat? Let's see. Chad says, Alex Bregman was just dropped in a league I'm in. Really? Okay. Well, let me pause the Rasmussen talk real quickly, and let's take a look at Alex Bregman this season, who is on my main event team, so I should be really quite aware of him. But I got to be honest, i kind of just been plugging and playing him because of his name. I'm not going to lie. It's hard to bench a guy like Alex Bregman. I admit that freely. I'm not special. I'm not unique. I don't stand out from the crowd in that way. I'm just like you guys. You know what I mean? There's nothing special about me. Oh, there's nothing special about me. <laughs> no, but Alex Bregman's a guy that's tough to bench. I mean, would you really bench him at this point? Depend If you're in a 15-team league, by the way. Why are you shaking me off? Exactly. No one's going to shake that off, most likely. So let's take a look at Bregman under the hood here on the Palazzo Podcast. Two L's Tuesday. Utah, give me two. And I'm going to pull up the pitcher list, which is a, yeah, here you go. Whoop, there we go. There's me. I'm there. Get rid of Chad's comment. Let's take a look at Alex Bregman right now. And uh, he's got four dongs on the air. He's got a 10% K rate. Well, that's incredible. That's fantastic. Look at that. See this red here? That's good. That's a good thing. He is not whiffing a lot, but he's hitting 207, which is bad. I admit that freely, and so should you. Hard contact at 25. He's not hitting the ball hard either. Ooh, that's bad. Yeah, this is not good. Look at the more traditional stats for this season. Ooh, expected average is 252. Much higher than his 207 average. That's interesting. Makes it seem like maybe he's getting some bad luck. What do you guys think of that, huh? Can I see? Let's see. Can I? I haven't really. Oh, here we go. Let's take a look at some batted ball stats. Okay, ground ball rate, 35%. Last year, 36. 2021, 42. So, that's not so bad. We'd like to see that. Fly ball rate, it's up a tick this year. And the infield pop-ups are down a tad. That's good news. The home run to fly ball rate, 7%. That's bogus. That makes us sad for Alex Bregman. Yeah. A 210 Babbitt. A 210 Babbitt? Alex Bregman, I don't care who it is. A 210 Babbitt is hard to do in this league. That screams. Screams that he's in a slump. Absolutely screams that. That's absurd. 210 Babbitt. He's pulling the ball less than he did a couple years back. I mean, the 2021 season, he pulled the ball 51% of the time. Right now, he's at 43. Last year, 45. So, I don't, I don't really see that. I mean, he's topping the ball a bit more, and he's getting under the ball a lot more. So, it looks like he's really just constantly missing the center of the ball. The barrel rate has got to be pretty low as well. How do you get barrel rate here on pitcher list? That's something I still need to learn. Show me barrel rate. Oh, barrel percentage over here. Thank you. Well, that's for the game log. I want season season barrel percentage. Oh, there it is. He's got six barrels this year. Bregman had 30 barrels in 2022, 17 barrels in 2021, which is not a great year for him. So there is clearly a return to normalcy on the horizon for Bregman. I would be buying Bregman all the way. He is just not this bad. No way, no how. No way in hell. I'm locking it in. And someone dropped him. Chad, I'd be uh, picking him up. Chad says, I have to add him, right? I'm like, damn right you do. 
Scott wants to know, is it an eight-team league that Bregman would be dropped in? Yeah, that's a good question, Scott, because that doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? Wow, that's crazy. And Uncle Ted says, he'll heat up quick. I completely agree, Ted. We just covered this and we looked at it. I'm with you. I'm with you all the way. Uh, What else we got here in the comments? Uh, His peripherals are still perfectly fine. Exactly, Chad. Alex Bregman is going to be better than this. Sometimes it's that simple. There's just no... (laughs) Season-long slumps for hitters, it's tough to do. Eventually, things get better. I mean, Tyler Stevenson is a guy who's starting to heat up a little bit. I knew he's not as bad as he was. There's a lot of guys who have just been shitting the bed to start the season. But they're not going to shit the bed forever. And come summertime, it's only going to be more of a fun fest for these hitters. It really is. I'll lock that in. I'm going to lock all this in. I feel good about it. And you know what? I'm always, more than ever, I'm really trying to speak my mind clearly and lock in on what I believe is going to happen. I don't care what anybody else says because that's all I got to be. I know this game. I've played it a long time. I know how it works. And when I start to listen, I take feedback. I do. I'm not just an absolutist. Only a Sith deals in absolutes. No, it's not like that. But it's important for me to remain calm, listen to others, but then... Know that I know this game and how it works. And hitters who hit really well, they go down. Hitters are doing really, really poorly. Eventually, they go up. Most of the time, that's true. Now, it doesn't always go on the timeline you want it to go on, but it does go that way. It sure does. That's putting it mildly. It is putting it mildly, James. You know, Michael Massey is a good example. Michael Massey, so bad. He's been so bad, but he's starting to heat up now. Now, he still might not play versus lefties as much, so Michael Massey's not sure it's a guy you want to roster, especially in 12 teams or shallower. I mean, maybe 15 teamers and deeper, but it's just an example of how it goes. You know how it goes. I know how it goes. Okay? Great. Good. As the great uh, Musburger said once upon a time, Brent Musburger, you guys heard of him? Remember Brent Musburger? Is he still doing the Raiders games, by the way? Remember, he, it was amazing that Brent Musburger was a national play-by-play man for decades and then he went and did local Raiders games at 80 years old. Is he still doing that? Somebody let me know. Okay. Second down and nine. <laughs> it makes me laugh. You remember that? He was defending Joe Mixon, which, by the way, in the premise of what happened with Joe Mixon when he beat up his girlfriend, I mean, there's just no excuse for that. Of course, we already know that. Duh. But... Musburger was making a point about second chances. And I very much do believe in second chances. As somebody who has lost everything to opioid use and everybody hates you, I very much believe in second chances. Yes. And third chances. You know, people make mistakes. And sometimes the mistakes are horrendous. And it's like, wow, dude, you have to be accountable for your actions. No doubt about it. But I'm always going to give people another chance. I think that's fair. Now, at a certain point, yeah, people, they show you who you are, and you're like, you know what? My personal boundaries are negatively affected by your existence, and you gots to go, right? I think you know what I mean. Okay, moving on here from the philosophy and psychological breakdown. Scott says, I actually just traded Bregman for Castellanos and Yuri Perez. Woo! Scott, look at you. You're a newcomer coming in hot. I love the intensity Scott Slotnick's bringing Trading Bregman for Castellanos and Yuri Perez. I like it. I think that's a solid trade. You want to take a look at Castellanos real quick? Because that could be fun. I know I'm supposed to talk about Rasmussen. Rasmussen. I know I'm supposed to talk about Rasmussen still. Which I haven't done that. And Scott says, I've built a monster team in this league over the course of the last 10 years. Scott, you are now the master. Congratulations. woo Scott's the master. He's better than everybody here. If you guys might as well just give up right now because we've got a new badass in town. I love it, Scott. I love the intensity. Hey, Jasper's here. Holy shit. What's up, dude? Jasper Springer. It's been so long, Jasper. I miss you, my friend. Says he's going to be up in Grand Rapids last weekend of the month. Hell yeah. That's still three hours from here, but that's great. That's Michigan. Welcome, Jasper. How you doing, dude? How's the season going? What the hell's going on? How's your life? I was thinking about this earlier. What the hell happened to Just Bob? Do you guys remember Just Bob? J-U-S Bob? Because he was a very active member in this live chat for a long time. And I don't think I've seen Just Bob in the chat, unless he was just here for the football. Right? Anybody? You guys know what I'm talking about? Or is Just Bob Bob Dole? Because as far as I know, 
Bob Dole in the Discord, for those of you that are unfamiliar with the show, we have a Discord, and there's a guy named Bob Dole 96 in there. That's his <laughs> that's his handle, right? It's fine. Bob Dole. Bob Dole. Bob Dole. But Bob Dole told me that he was sound money. That's his tag on Twitch. So I learned that. So who is Just Bob? Where is he gone? I miss you, Just Bob. If you're out there, I've been thinking of you. Please connect with us. Join us in the Discord. Pop in. Say hi. I don't like change. <laughs> I don't like change. <laughs> I just hope Bob didn't get fired or something or canceled from YouTube because I miss you, Bob. You're fucking fired, Bob. You're not fired, Bob. You're staying here with us. So if Just Bob's out there, let me know. I'd love to hear from you, Just Bob, because you're a good man. And you were a great contributor to the live chat. And it's so great to have new people like Scott coming in to pick up the slack. I love it. I live for it. And it makes me happy. Even if I do fear change, I do welcome change, which is a total Hippocratic comment. How would you feel about making a change? We fear change. <laughs> uh, Scott says, who is that guy's third baseman now that he felt that dropping Bregman was a good decision? That's a great point, Scott. I would like to know that as well, Chad, if you can share that with us. Uh, Scott's having a good laugh about that. Chad says, got a tough roto trade for you, MG. Just got sent to me. It's there, Josh Hader, and Solaire. Wait, Hader and Solaire, my Cody Bellinger. So you're giving, you're going to get Hader and Solaire for Cody Bellinger? I would totally do that. Is Cody Bellinger some god again now that he's off? Does everyone think he's a god now? Back from the dead? Let's go into the hood. Let's do it. Cody Bellinger live here on the Palazzo Podcast. Two L's, two Z's. Utah, give me two. Make sure you guys are following us on Twitter, Discord. Everything's in the description. It's all there. The Patreon starts at three bucks. Really trying to help you win at fantasy. That's my goal here. Yes, I want to be a difference maker in your life from a fantasy perspective. And we got fantasy football on the horizon. I will be working on that. I'll be, I got a lot of stuff brewing. A lot of team previews coming up here on the Patreon. And I'll be dropping a little bit on the show, but more on the Patreon than anything, just in case you're wondering. Okay, second out in nine. So Cody Bellinger this season, seven dongs, nine steals. He's taking advantage of the steal of Assants, 18% K rate. That's wild. Under 19% K rate for Cody Bellinger. That's worth a round of applause. Don't know if we'd ever see that. That's fantastic. His hard contact is terrible, though. Look at the hard contact. It's awful. 23.5%. That's strange. So why is his hard contact turning in results, but Alex Bregman's Terrible hard contact is not giving us anything. Red alert. Red alert. Commercials incoming. Please be prepared to ignore them. These people are not your friends. These messages are intended to make you feel bad or that something is missing from your life. Red alert. Commercials incoming. Prepare to enable the use of your 15-second skip-ahead button. You are in terrible peril. Red alert. Red alert. Commercials incoming. In three, two, one. What does a big change in... What does a big change in hard contact mean, right? Because I looked at this earlier when I mentioned Andres Jimenez in the Discord. Andres Jimenez, he has a 15% reduction in his hard hit rate from last year to this year. Last year he was at 37. This year he's at 22. And he's playing terribly. So why or what would cause that 15% drop in hard hit rate from one year to the next? Is he topping everything and popping up everything? That he just can't hit the middle of the ball no matter what, so the contact looks weak? His bat speed's reduced? Is he hurt? It's very strange. I'd, I'd be curious to, to know what you guys think because I'm not an expert in everything. I admit that freely. But why would a guy's hard hit rate reduce so drastically from one season to the next? What would be the cause of that if he was not hurt? That's what I want to know. But Bellinger's numbers are nice. Everything looks real solid here. The production's there. So I guess you give up Bellinger. You get Hayter and Solaire. Solaire crushed two dongs off Brandon Fought recently. That was fun. Remember that? That uh, Solaire's power is here this year. I've... I rostered Solaire, drafted him a few leagues because I thought he'd be a cheap power source, and he has been that. Solaire's not giving you much else, but he is giving you the dong. He is showing up with the dong, okay? So if you add 
Solaire for Bellinger, I don't, the only thing is you're going to lose steals, but you're going to get a closer and Hader who's really, really good. So I like, I like that deal. I would take Hader and Solaire and give up Bellinger. That's me. Call me crazy. You know, I, I like simple things, you know, like lollipops and butter in my ass, right? <laughs> what movie is that from? Come on, you guys got to help me out with the movie references because when I drop them, I expect you guys to know them. Okay? Good. Note to self. Stop talking about movies. Uncle Ted says Cody is top 10. What? <laughs> top 10? Ted? Ted, I respect you, but come on, dude. Top, I mean, he's not top 10 hitter to me at all. But I don't know what you're saying when you say top 10. Is that what you mean? Top 10 hitter for Cody Bellinger? Because, man, that's just not true. Jasper says, too long, bro. Good to be back at it. Life caught up with me. New job, bankruptcy, chapter 13. After five years, finishes in July, and divorce filing the same day. Gosh, Jasper, my man, we need to have a chat. That is a lot to take on. I feel for you, dude. I, all I wish I could give you a virtual hug here and let you know that I'm with you, man. And if you need someone to talk to, you got my phone number, I think, so hit me up, okay? Chad says, the person who dropped Bregman has Austin Riley and Zeke Duran, and they added Matt McClain with the drop. All right, well, is there a corner infield spot in this league? Because that would matter. I don't know if I would want to give up Bregman with that. Jamie says, Chad, I'll have to see who that guy was. Did he... Do anything Duran is better than Alex? Did he really think that? Uncle Ted also says, it's only May. I know it's only May. That's right. It's only May. So, you know, how can we be so clear about a hitter or a pitcher that we feel, all right, that's the guy. That's who he is. What we're seeing is who he is. End of story. Let's move on from it, right? I'm not sure you could say that. I'm not going to say that. And Cody Bellinger, to me, is a guy who is, is, is expendable. Nobody's untradeable. Maybe Ronald Acuna is uh, <laughs> untradeable because he is so... Although he's not showing the power. You know, Acuna, we'd like to see more power from Ronald Acuna this year. Would we not? I think we would. But that's not really what we're talking about here. We shouldn't focus on that on the Palazzo podcast. We are live here. Where the hell is it? This is so stupid. My search function is really bumming me out, folks. There it is. Jeez, is it so hard? I just wanted to play this and move on because you said May. It's gonna be May. Scott says, interesting, Chad. I probably would have dropped Duran over Bregman. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> I think the only reason, I don't know this fantasy manager, but the only reason is that Duran has so much positional flexibility you could put him in in other spots besides corner infield, of course, middle infield, outfield, depending on your format, that he's like, you know what, Bregman sucks and Duran's hot right now, and I could put him in multiple positions to fill the void. If this is a shallower league, then that matters as well. There's a lot of context we need to fill in from all of this. So remember that. Jasper says, Bellinger stays healthy. He's going to do big things. Yeah, maybe. He's going to have a nice season. He's not going to be an MVP, I don't think. I don't think he'll ever be the MVP he was. That was a fluke season. But the K rate is way down, so I will say that's interesting, but that hard hit rate I showed you guys on the screen five minutes ago, way down. It's low, 23%. That's not great. So it makes you wonder, what the hell's going on there? Just think about that. Jamie says, Govier, it's my 20-man invitational where he was dropped. Oh, well, that's even more ridiculous. A 20-man lead, you drop Alex Bregman? What the hell? Why? Why would you do that? That is an absurd move. I mean, in a shallower league, you drop Bregman. You don't drop Bregman in a deeper league, especially a 20-man league. That makes little sense to anyone here. Why would that happen? What the hell is going on? I am blown away right now. I am blown away. I'm lost. I think I'm, I don't even know where I am right now. What happened? And where the hell was I? What the hell? That's just not a wise move. It's not. I tried to justify it by saying Duran has positional flexibility, but I can't. No, I can't do that in a 20-man league. It doesn't make sense. Why? Oh, man. That's crazy. Well, good luck with that. If you're playing in a league like that, it makes you wonder what the hell's going on over there, right? What the hell's going on? It's a good question, Frank. All right. Let's go back to Drew Rasmussen. So, 
Rasmussen is gone. And the replacements for Rasmussen from the Rays, first and foremost, Luis Patino is the name. We take a look at the Rays, 40-man. Oh, wow, I hear a weird noise. It sounds like there's a bomb dropping right now. It's crazy outside. Just a plane. <laughs> I think I smoked too much weed, man. <laughs> you see that? You see that? Have you ever looked at a $20 bill, man? Have you ever looked at a $20 bill on oh, weed? <laughs> There's some scary stuff, man. There's a guy in the bushes. <laughs> oh, I like to have fun here. All right, 40-man roster pitchers for the Rays. Let's take a look at it live here. We like to give you guys visual aids on the Palazzo Podcast. Two L's, two Z. Utah, give me two. Give me two. So, okay, go away. Thank you. Here's your 40-man roster for the Rays. Guys that are on the IL, some really good pitchers like Shane Baz. He's afterthought. Taj Bradley's in the minors. He's got to come back up most likely now, right? Right? Uh, Cooper Criswell, six foot six, 200-pound righty, is in the minors. We can take a look at him. Calvin Faucher, who's been up as a reliever, sent back down. He's in the minors right now. The Tyler Glass now still in the IL. Tyler Glass now, setback though. Who can trust that Tyler Glassman will be ready to go here? Luis Patino, Zach Little in the minor leagues, and then Colby White, the last one there at the bottom here, in the minor leagues. Those are the current 40-man roster players from the pitching side for the Rays. So the question becomes, well, which one of these people are the difference maker, and who do the Rays decide to use? It really does seem like Taj Bradley should get the call, right? Yeah. Uncle Ted says, Taj Bradley show again. It should be. It really should be. Because the Rays are a World Series contender this year. They're the best team in baseball. They're not, they can't screw around. You can't play manipulation of the time game when you're this good and you have a chance to be special this year. The Rays have a chance to be special this year, right? You know they do. We know they do. Everybody knows they do. It's not a secret. The whole world got crazy. Am I the only one who gives a shit about the rules? I mean, the Rays are sitting here on a golden opportunity and the season is long and things can slip and go in a different direction. I know that we've all watched baseball before. We know how the season goes, but this is a time to strike and take advantage. When you're this good, you just can't sit on it. You can't sit on it. Everybody and their mother knows how good the Rays are. So I really hope they bring Taj right back up and they just say, you know what, Taj, you've been really solid. You're somebody who's a contributor to our squad, and we want to win World Series this year, so we're going to use you. It doesn't matter what's going on with the manipulation. Everyone! Everyone knows. Everybody. Do your best, Leonard Cohen. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. I can't get that low. God, he was really low. But you know that song, Everybody Knows. Joe says, Ray's difference maker isn't on the roster right now. Ooh, Joe, is that you going to give me more? Or are you just teasing me? Joe says, they have such minor league depth, they'll pick up at least one big-name starter. So they're going to trade for a starter, okay? Here it is. You want to know who it is? This is directly from Joe Lowry. He's a master. He works on the prospect game. Please follow Joe on Twitter. Joe is a great follow. Ray's will trade for Lucas Giolito. And get him right. Gilbert ah! Godfrey scream. <laughs> ah! Wow. I love it, man. I love Giolito. And they will get him right. He's a great pitcher. The White Sox are trash. Or they hurt pitchers. Uncle Ted says, does Todd Bradley remind you of Chris Archer? You know, in their body frame, they did a little bit. Yeah, I could see that. I actually thought of that when I f- first saw him pitch. Like, he jumped off the mound once. Remember how, what a great athlete Chris Archer was off the mound? Chris Archer was an outstanding fielder as a pitcher. And it did remind me of that a little bit the first time I saw him pitch at his debut. Chad says, I will point out on the Bozo Show, I said that I thought the Rays handling of the rotation would lead them to miss the playoffs. Well, that's wrong. They're not going to miss the playoffs, Chad. You know it. I know it. Everybody knows it. Sorry about that. Rays are not going to miss the playoffs. I'll make $50 bet on it right now. Seriously. 
And if they did miss the playoffs, it would be one of the absolute tank jobs in history for sure, which could happen. Baseball's a crazy-ass game. I understand that. We all get it. Uh, Jasper says, Eflin? Question mark? Well, I don't know. Eflin's awesome. I love Zach Eflin. I drafted him as much as I could this year. And it turns out that Zach Eflin over Springs and over Rasmussen was the right call. Yes, Eflin went on the IL for 15 days because of his back, but that's it. He's still here. He had a 10K game recently. I love Zach Eflin, and you should too. In fact, I would love to acquire Zach Eflin in more leagues, and you should too. (laughs) And you should too. But yeah, so Joe, Joe, you're the master. Luis Pitino? Luis Pitino going to get the call here? Because that's what I want to know. Luis Patino, I know you guys were talking about this in the Discord, which everybody should be a part of the Discord. It's a great place to be. Wow, dude. Wow, for real, dude. Luis Patino in AAA. He has made uh, six starts this year. Nope, just kidding. Ah! What the hell? Why don't... Why do you make it difficult, Fangraphs? I don't know why you make my life difficult. Thank you. Okay, so at AAA this year, he's made six starts, appeared in two games outside of the six starts as a reliever. 27 innings pitched at AAA for Taj Bradley so far this year, right? Second down and nine. Taj Bradley, Luis Patino. I'm just flustered because Deary's stepping aside, guys. It's an emotional day. If Deary was here, he would write the ship. I know he would. But uh, this is Luis Patino's page, just so you can see it here. If you're live watching us, if you're listening to us in podcast form, remember, we do the show on YouTube, and you can go watch this on YouTube anytime you want. Yes, we live stream it. We have the live chat, but you can watch this anytime, and you can watch along with the visual aids I try to provide during the show. So you see before you the statistical analysis. This is the 2023 season right here for Luis Patino. Almost two home runs per nine, but, you know, it's it's AAA. It's International League. He's walking almost six guys per nine. That's not great. That's terrible. And oh, his strand rate is terrible, too. He's not having any luck with his strand rate. 70% strand rate at best. He's got a 651 ERA at AAA with a FIP that says that's pretty much what it is at 634. But then, you know, remember, you got a ball that flies out of the park. It's AAA. That's a problem. He is missing some bats, you know, nine Ks per nine. That's... That's nice to see, but, oh, man, it's just not good to see a guy have 28 strikeouts to 18 walks and be as old as Patino is. Remember, Patino's been around, man. He's 23. He's not old, but he has been such a prospect name for so many years now, it seems like he's older than he is. But true, he's only 23 years old. And if the Rays are the Masters of getting the most out of their guys, you would think that he would be better right now. But it doesn't look like Patino somebody that you should be targeting at all. And I wonder if Joe agrees with me. I'd like to hear what Joe has to say on that real quick. Uh, Joe says, he's always suffered with his control when put under the lights. Are you talking about Patino there? I just want to clarify, so I'm not confusing. Chad says, Salvador Perez has been scratched from the Royals lineup for Friday. Thank you, Chad. Live update from Chad. That will mean nothing to anybody who listens to this in five hours, but that's real news right now. That's why you listen to the live and watch the live show. Socks are sucking hind tit. (laughs) Damn! That's funny, Jasper. That's a new way to put it, Jasper. Sucking hind tit. (laughs) And Joe says, yeah, I was talking about Patino that Patino has always suffered with control when he's been put under the lights. Joe says Patino has the stuff. Luis Patino has the stuff. But he just hasn't put it together under pressure. Go ahead and lock that in. I think that says it all. Well said, Joe. I love it. Joe's a great follow, by the way. Make sure you follow him. Jamie says, Michael Garcia Dodgers or Andy Ibanez Tigers drop for Alex Bregman. <laughs> you can drop Andy Ibanez. Yes, please drop Andy Ibanez immediately for Alex Bregman. Right now. Do it. Do it. Do it now. What are you waiting for? Come on. Kill me. Because everybody else in the world would do the same thing. Everyone. All right. So from the inside, that's how it looks for the Rays. Taj Bradley's got to get the call. Luis Vitino can't be trusted. Am I missing anybody else here, Joe? I mean, I looked at the 40 man here. I showed it to you guys. Cooper Criswell. 
Hello, my name's Cooper Criswell. It's alliteration, so you'll really like me. I'm a likable guy. <laughs> Cooper Criswell is a 26-year-old righty, 6'6", 200 pounds. He's 26 years old. He's almost old enough to eat a chicken sandwich. You have to be 28 years old to eat a chicken sandwich, those of you out there. And the AAA this year, Cooper Criswell has started five games. Been all right. Not a lot of walks. Well, in fact, Cooper Criswell. Wait, wait, is Criswell back? No, Criswell got demoted, right? Because we looked at the 40, man. I want to make sure I got that right. Yeah. Criswell's in the minors currently. So is Cooper Criswell a possible guy that the Rays could get something out of? Got some decent numbers here at AAA. I mean, I'm showing you the, let me show you the page once more here on the live chat. Bing, bang, boom. This is his current situation. He came up and pitched in relief, it looks like, for two games with the Rays, six innings. Uh, he got ripped. He did strike out a lot of guys, but it's only six innings. It's a tiny sample size. 25 innings here at AAA with five starts. Like I said, 249 ERA. Uh, and the two and a half walks per nine, that's much better than Patino, even if Chriswell is not walking or striking out as many guys. 8.17, 8.17 caves per nine. And the homers aren't bad. One homer per nine. I'll take that in AAA. No, it's not bad. Strand rate, 82%. Interesting. Maybe Chriswell gets an opportunity here. Let's take a look at Chriswell's game log. See what he's been up to lately. Can I see the minors, please? I don't want your majors. I want your minors. Show me the minors. Thank you. Chriswell last pitched on May 7th, which was five days ago. And he pitched four and two thirds innings with four Ks and three walks, gave up one earned run. And he started that game. So he pitched four and two-thirds on May 7th. Hasn't pitched since. Interesting. Cooper Criswell. I'm not saying Cooper Criswell is a game changer, though, right? Yeah. Uh, Joe says, Mason Montgomery and Cole Wilcox are non-40-man guys to be looking at. Mason Montgomery and Cole Wilcox. Not on the 40-man, but guys to look at. Chad says, Elvin is the name. Joe says, the double-A balls have been screwing with them. But they are both talented starters. Yes, again, for those of you that haven't listened to the Prospect Show, Ben was talking about the tackified ball. The double-A ball is a tackified ball now, right? Pre-tacked. So you don't have to tack it. It's pre-tacked. And some pitchers have had struggles with that. It's been more difficult for some than others. Joe says that Elvin needs a better changeup if he's going to be a viable starter. Oh, <laughs> that is sad news. <laughs> Doesn't mean his life is over by any means. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> Elvin Rodriguez is the pitcher that Joe and Chad are talking about. He's currently a triple A. Not on the 40-man roster. 3.3 walks per nine. A four ERA with a 5.26 FIP. Ooh. And the ball is flying out of the ballpark at a rate of almost two home runs per nine. Again, it's triple A. So it's Elvin. Eh, Elvin Rodriguez, not on the 40, man. We'll see. Cinema 9 Podcast says, who are these people? <laughs> ah, hello, Cinema 9 Podcast. I'm on that show. Who are you? It must be Eric or Travis. It can only be two of you because there's only three of us. Joe says, just imagine this is a show about Moneyball, Bull Durham, and The Natural all wrapped up into one Cinema 9 Podcast. <laughs> exactly. Well said, Joe. Joe, you're on fire today. I'm loving it. Thanks for the contributions. I want to thank Scott, too. Scott, the newcomer. My man, Scott Slotnick, for checking in on the live chat. As far as, okay, let me, outside of the Rays, let's just look at low-rostered pitchers that you could consider just for the hell of it. I'm, yeah. I'm going to use Yahoo because I believe Yahoo is the league of the people, the format of the people. Everybody plays Yahoo. There's a lot of university. There's a lot of universal truths about playing fantasy baseball on Yahoo that can give us a baseline to make decisions from. Okay, good. Second down and nine. So, starting pitchers that are under 50% rostered, let's say. Uh, well, Matt Stram is out because he's not a starter anymore. He's a reliever for Philly. Also, that's the thing with Philly. Jose Alvarado went to the IL, and Sir Anthony Dominguez. Is he the choice of the people? There's a lot of talk. 
I don't know how that bullpen's going to shake out in Philly. I'd rather not deal with it personally, but, you know, saves are saves, and we're all trying to scrounge for saves when we can. And Sir Anthony Dominguez has the stuff. He got absolutely torched earlier in the season. I remember dropping him from one of my teams on NFBC. I was just like, I can't do this. I can't I can't live with these absolute blow-up nightmares, right? But, you know, a new day, a new opportunity. Things get better for pitchers and hitters. You pitch badly, you pitch better. And Dominguez has pitched much better lately. He's been pretty good, especially over his last seven games or so, seven, eight games. Hasn't even given up an earned run over his last two, three, six appearances. Sir Anthony Dominguez, that's promising. So we'll see what happens going forth. Right? Right. Turn out your hard light. Let's shine Neil Diamond is so stupid. I, I like some Neil Diamond. I think, you know, Sweet Caroline, there should be a moratorium on that song for at least 10 years because I heard it way too much. I actually used to do it in a cover band I was in with my father. We were called Five to Six, and we did Sweet Caroline, and we did Mustang Sally. I don't want to hear those songs for a long, long time. Can't trust it. Yeah, I can't trust it. I, I need a break. I need to get away. I'm like a... What was that, Faith Hill? Or who was that singer? I need to break away. Break away. Can't remember who it was. Anyway, I need to break away. I need a break from that shit. But yeah, the Phillies closer situation, you know, anybody's guess. You know, Craig Kimbrell got the save two days ago, right? On the 10th. Sir Anthony Dominguez set up for Kimbrell. Kimbrell struck out two in one inning against the Blue Jays. That's it's not nothing, you know. But Kimbrell, to me, seems more unreliable, so I don't know what you want to do there, but let's stay away from that. Let me go back to where I was. Uh, gosh. Oh, Joe Hook wants people to know, J.P. France under 35%. That's a great call. J.P. France to replace Drew Rasmussen. That's an excellent call. I'm going to lock that in. How many locks can we get here? That's one. Chad says, start and end with Josiah Gray. Um, let me see. What is his roster percentage? Josiah Gray, 45% rostered. Under 50%. Okay, on Yahoo. I'll take it. All right, Josiah Gray. That's fine. Yeah. Whip's a little high. It's always going to be a little high. And he's actually not striking out as many guys this year. So I don't know if I endorse it. I think his 296 ERA is a load of shit, most likely, unfortunately. But he is available. And if you're desperate, you need a starter. Especially in this climate, everybody's dropping like flies, and we've got so many blow-ups. Lance Lynn blows up your team, and then the next thing you know, someone else is going to blow up your team. The next day, you just really can't trust it. Let's see. What's the FIP on Josiah Gray? I have to know. Josiah Gray's FIP on his 296 ERA is 4.36. Uh-oh. No thanks. I am going to retract my lock on Josiah Gray. But though he technically does qualify based on his roster percentage being under 50% here, that's what we're looking at to replace Rasmussen. Uh, Jamie says, waiver claim made on Alex. Let's hope Bob Dole isn't paying attention. Oh, he, I, waiver claims are so stupid. That's why Fab. You don't have Fab in this league, Jamie? Didn't you create this league? Jamie, I am disappointed in you. Fab, Fab, Fab. No, waiver wire is anti-democratic and archaic and antiquated and outdated. No, no. Yeah, I mean, I know Yoda would say no. No, no, no. Not cool. Don't like it. No. No. There it is. Thanks, Yoda. Scott says, good luck, Jamie. Yeah, we're all wishing the best of luck for sure. Chad says, Seth Lugo stands out. Okay, Seth Lugo. That's another excellent choice. Lugo is rostered in 43% of Yahoo leagues. 36 Ks in 39 innings, 3.18 ERA with a whip, one point under, 1.29 whip, just under 1.3. I like Lugo. I have him rostered in a couple leagues. I'm pro Lugo. I'll lock Lugo in. Here you go, said Lugo. That's another Rasmussen replacement. Chad says Logan Allen and Tanner Beebe. Uh, I don't think they're going to qualify for the roster percentage unless you're, oh, you, Chad's got me. On Yahoo, Logan Allen is only rostered in 45% of leagues. That's stupid. Pick him up now. If he's on your if he's available in your league, go get Logan Allen ASAP right now. Another lock-in. That's wild, Chad. Wow. Good call, dude. Total respect to Chad. And Tanner Beebe's only 42% rostered? I knew he. Oh my goodness. That is dumb. That's dumb. 
I wish this was a case in my Yahoo leagues. Yes, I know he didn't have a great start against the Tigers, but the Tigers absolutely owned the Guardians. It was awesome to see. Go Tigers. The Tigers are incredible right now. AJ Hinch is absolutely 100% the front runner for manager of the year. What AJ Hinch is doing is incredible. It is. There is little talent on that Tigers team. And also a ton of credit to Chris Fetter, the pitching coach. Eduardo Rodriguez is a god this year. And I'm loving it. It's not a fluke. Eduardo is a good pitcher, but Fetter's getting the most out of him now. Everything that happened last year with that weird ass, I don't know if it was mental health or it was a family crisis when he just disappeared and didn't talk to the team for a few weeks, for a few months. Eduardo Rodriguez has put all that in the rearview mirror and he's dominating. That is the kind of story I can get behind. I love that shit. That's awesome, Eduardo. Good for you, buddy. Joe says, if the Cardinals pull their you-know-what out of their you-know-where, Liberator would be an obvious replacement. Absolutely. We got to mention Liberator. Chad says, Wes Neske. Sure, if Wes Neske qualifies, Hayden Wes Neske of the Cubs is an excellent choice. There's a, these are a lot of options, folks. Hell, these guys are doing all the work for me. Wes Neske is 39% owned, 39% rostered in Yahoo Leagues. Wainwright is always a good safety blanket. Uh, it's not my preference. I'm not a Wainwright fan, but I do understand his appeal. Lots of decent options, honestly, says Chad. Yeah, you're right. I mean, under the 50% threshold of rostered pitchers, starters, that is, on Yahoo, there are a lot of options. That might not be representative of every league. I understand that, but it's a good baseline. Jamie says, I picked France up right away when he was 0% rostered. That was a fine idea. Scott says, what about Louis Varlin? I love Louis Varlin. Absolutely. Give me some Louis Varlin all day long. All night long. All night. All night. All night long. All night. I sound better than Lionel Richie did when he did. <laughs> he sang for the... Stupid-ass thing in England where the king gets crowned. Did you hear about that? He was terrible. Lionel, what happened to you? Your voice is gone, dude. But Louis Varland of the Twins, yeah, there's been the, you know, I think there was one start. Yeah, it was just the, well, the first start was so-so. His start against the White Sox is what hurt his numbers the most, but otherwise he's been all right. His last start against San Diego was solid with six Ks. He was real good in six innings. I love Louis Varlin. I love his breaker. It's real nasty. He's got some bite, and he's only 16% rostered in Yahoo leagues. Maybe Yahoo isn't as representative as I thought it was. <laughs> There's a lot of good options to replace Drew Rasmussen. In fact, it looks like it's really quite easy. Scott says, Tigers need to bring up Malloy to help, too. He's been raking. Scott, you trying to... You trying to get you know my good graces here? You trying to butter me up? Is that what you're trying to do? Because when you mention Justin Henry Malloy on this show, oh boy, you know what's gonna happen. I'm gonna start gushing and I'm gonna get all excited and I'm gonna be like JoJo the Idiot Circus Boy with my pretty new pet. God, I love Justin Henry Malloy. He's a tiger too. I never thought that would happen. Uh, Scott, if you missed it, can't do it. What do you mean can't do it? No, that's not true. Go Tigers. Yeah, that's correct. Scott, if you missed it. I interviewed Justin Henry Malloy in his living room. Anybody who ever missed it, I know the people that have been here a while, they've heard this a million times. But I was able to interview Justin Henry Malloy in the living room of his apartment at Arizona Fall League last November. That interview is on our YouTube channel, also on podcast form. It happened last November. Go check it out. Justin Henry's a great guy, and he's on the verge. He's going to make his debut this year with the Tigers. It's going to happen. He is raking. He's cranking dongs. He's just a professional hitter, man. And he's a really good dude. He really is. If he wasn't a great dude, I would have said, you know what? Guy's not a great dude, but he's a hell of a ball player. No, he's both. He's a great ball player, a third baseman, and he's an excellent dude raised by his great parents. You can tell he's got great parents. He gushed about his parents and how much of a passion him and his dad had for the Arizona Fall League back in the day. So cool. Justin Henry Malloy is a, not just because he's a Tiger. You guys know I'm the first to absolutely destroy the Tigers for who they are and what they do. So I'll tell it to you straight. I think my integrity as a Tigers viewer is rock solid, right? Go Tigers. Yeah, I think so. I'm going to lock that in. All right, lightning round. Chad says, for deeper leagues, Soroka, 24%. Yeah, Mike Soroka. Uh, are we looking at the debut? Is Soroka about? He pitched last night, right? So he's probably not ready to go, but he's close because he started for... Triple A yesterday on a Thursday. Then there's Dane Dunning, 24%. Schmidt, 18%. Dick Mountain, 11%. Luis Ortiz, 9%. Luis Ortiz, 9%? Take advantage. People who th saw Luis Ortiz's debut and they were off of it, 
Jump on it now. Take advantage of it. I'm telling you, the guy is talented, and there are better starts ahead. Luis Ortiz can get much more whiffs than he got in his first start. I'm locking that in, too. Is this true? Then Alex Wood. I don't really like Alex Wood, but he is available 7%. Good call, Chad. Good job, everybody. We did a team effort today. You guys were my co-host. Even though Chris Deary is no longer with us, you guys were my co-host today. I want to thank everybody for picking up the slack. Lots of podcasts. Two L's, two Z's. Utah. You know the drill. Give me two. We're still doing the show. We've been doing the show for four years now. It's crazy. I was looking back in the archives to do that video for Deary today. There is stuff that has changed a lot. I've done thumbnails a lot differently than I used to do. I've tried many different fonts. There's been many different backgrounds. I used to be more energetic to start the show. I seem to be a little bit more business-like when I start the show over the last year, which I don't like. I don't want to get comfy. I'm grateful for this opportunity. I love doing the show. So thank you guys. Let's keep it rocking. Discord's free. It's in the description. Twitter is 2Ls2Zs. You can follow Utah. anytime you want. Give me two. I'm at MJ Govier. Hit me up. DM me if you have questions. The Discord's the best place to get your questions answered. Hands down. It's totally free. Okay? And then the Patreon starts at three bucks. Give it a shot. Three bucks. Three bucks for a month. If you don't like it, then tell me to go to hell. It's that simple. With that, it is now time. Again, everybody in the live chat, you guys crushed it. It was awesome. I'm going to turn it over to the man, Russell Crowe, because this is the official fantasy baseball podcast of Russell Crowe. We love you, dearie. Bye-bye. All right, lads. Now, I know there's not a faint heart among you, and I know you're as anxious as I am to get into close action, but we must bring him right up beside us before we spring this trap. That will test our nerve and discipline will count just as much as courage. The Acheron is a tough nut to crack. More than twice our guns, more than twice our numbers. And they will sell their lives dearly. They mean to take us as a prize. <laughs> and we are worth more to them undamaged. Their greed will be their downfall. England is under threat of invasion. And though we be on the far side of the world, this ship is our home. This ship is England. So it's every hand to his rope or gun, quicks the word and sharps the action. After all, surprise is on our side. <laughs> Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.